Hello, everybody. Adam Parks here with another episode of Receivables Roundtable. Today, I am here with Aaron Stewart from Success KPI here to talk to us about digital transformation and digital deployments. How are you doing today, Aaron? I'm doing really well, other than the the ice we have outside, but uh, looking forward to brighter, sunnier days in the future. How about you? Absolutely. I can't complain. It's another day here in paradise in South Florida. Um, and I know that you're, uh, you have been frequently at all of the trade shows, so I'm sure a lot of our audience is already familiar with you. But for anybody who's new to the business, can you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and how you got to the seat that you're in today? Sure. So Aaron Stewart, I'm with Success KPI and I'm a sales director here. And, you know, it's it's been a really fun journey to get to where I am. Um, actually, I, I started my career in sales as the person in the kiosk in the mall that would stop you to try to get a cell phone. Um, so it, I sold the first iPhone, the first color screen flip phone, went through the transition from the Blackberries to the smartphones and um, and then actually went into uh, selling the uh, Uverse. So fiber networks, um, all sorts of cable TV solutions and um, wanted to start selling to organizations rather than people. I got mm-hmm. the bug of being a saleswoman and wanted to do bigger and better, better things for me. And so I actually um, applied to interactive intelligence, which I wondered if maybe was the FBI or exactly what it was, but quickly learned that it was contact center technology and um, started as a uh, business development person setting business appointments for sales executives to um, talk to about their solutions and uh, continued to work with those teams and interactive intelligence bought Latitude software. And that's mm-hmm. where the debt collections journey began when I actually started supporting um, Kenny Baker and Ian Winder and Carl and Rick and all those guys. Um, and that's how I cut my teeth here in collections was um, with, with the Latitude team, um, you know, David and Beth over there in PS and so many good memories. And uh, that's where I got the chance to be an account executive. Um, they put a bet on me and gave me a chance to be the salesperson that I knew I could be. And um, from there, uh, went to interactions and helped bring um, virtual agents to the market. And um, quickly, uh, you know, I sh- shouldn't say quickly because it, it was a journey to learn that organizations were really excited about transforming, Mm -hmm. but um, they were doing more implementations rather than transformations. And so I saw an opportunity at Success KPI to start learning more about how to turn these implementations into something that transforms your business. And it has been super exciting. Well, that's a very interesting um, approach. I actually didn't know that whole story. That's awesome. Um, I'm obviously a big fan of the Latitude team and working with them for years. Um, So let me ask you this. Now you're with Success KPI. Can you tell everybody a little bit about what you guys are doing there? Absolutely. So, you know, we are a full SaaS platform that allows you to understand what's happening in your conversations across all channels and Mm -hmm. not only tell you what you already know, but tell you what you didn't know. So a lot of analytics platforms that have been in the space are looking for things that you tell it to look for. And it's bringing those things to the surface for you to do something with. Our platform Mm -hmm. actually tells you what you're not looking for and allows you to put action to these things so that it really transforms your 
your business. So there's a lot of things that our platform can do, but it's really about understanding where you are in your journey as an organization and where you're trying to go. And then we can figure out how our platform full SaaS, immediate time to value with pre-built integrations can help you get there quicker with a better result. Fantastic. Wow. That's um, which obviously plays quite well into the digital transformation versus a digital deployment. And, you know, for me, I wonder how much that has changed over the years because, you know, a transformation is generally going to include so many different aspects of your business. I'm not digit. I'm not going from a Rolodex to a smartphone, right? Like you're, you're actually transforming every you're using email, you're, you're doing all of these additional things. So talk to me a little bit about what you've seen in terms of the transitions, right? Like are companies going more towards a digital transition these days and, and where are they falling short and only deploying? Well, I think a lot of organizations have done a great job at enabling different ways to engage with their consumers. So whether that be a virtual agent, um, a text message, an email, right? Using these other forms of communication, um, web chat, chatbots, right? To engage with consumers other than a phone call. But where the kind of rubber meets the road is what data are you able to pull from those digital implementations and those new communication methods? Mm -hmm. And how are you going to use that data to see how it's affecting everything else in your business? Right. Because you can turn on a chatbot and it can be providing value based on the dashboard that you're looking at um, from that vendor. But the question is, do you have availability to all the data that you'd want from that? And are you matching it up with your call center data, your CRM data, your survey data, your scoring data, and seeing how all of that is affected now that you've turned on this new channel of communication? Well, I would think if you're only using the dashboards that are being provided by the vendor that's providing that technology, then those dashboards and KPIs I'm assuming you're going to favor the value proposition that the vendor is trying to sell. So if it uh, let's let's assume that premise has, you know, some has some teeth to it, you know, what are you seeing to enable organizations to go beyond that? Yeah, it's if we've had some really interesting conversations not only around the reporting that's provided out of the box, but also, when you're talking about analytics and you're saying, you know, I want to score calls and I want to look at calls and understand or text messages or emails and understand how my agents are performing and I need to report that back to my clients, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of analytics platforms enable you to set those up in a way that the score is the same every time. And mm-hmm. everybody's smiling because we're able to pass along great things to our clients and to our customers and to our board about how well we're doing. But the question becomes like, what don't you know, right? That you should know in order to change your organization uh, into a better path or learn what you need to, to launch a new product or a new offering, right? There's so much that you don't know. So it's, it's really about, right? Not only the reporting and the data that you can get from it, but Mm -hmm. making sure that you're not configuring these communication channels or analytics platforms to only look for the things that you know to look for and be kind of gaming the system so that everything looks good. But the question is, how much money are you leaving on the table? Because you really didn't open that up and get to what you could have done better. Well, I mean, looking at analytics like that, like looking at analytics without asking that question is just shouting into an echo chamber. 
right? You're going to hear back what you just said, um, and you're only going to hear those things that you like. Now, I had done a webinar with Nathan Anderson from your team at Success KPI, where we talked about managing disparate systems. And so mm-hmm. as we talk about digital transformation, how can organizations improve their ability to transform well still having these this challenge of these disparate technology systems living in their own silos. Yeah, I mean one of the best things I've seen in the marketplace in the past let's call it 5 years mm-hmm. is the availability for vendors to work together. Right? True. Um in in the past, right, uh, before the call it the past 5 years, it's you know, if you want to use our solution, you use everything we have and there's a box around it and you can't can't plug mm-hmm. things in or Right. In the past five years, we've seen a lot of companies open up to marketplaces, APIs, event streams, right, ways to work together. And Mm so that enables companies to find the best person to work for with chat and the best person Mm -hmm. for their CRM and their best person for their text messages. Right. And if you put together your stack of that, now you've grown this massive spider web of all of the best things that don't talk to each other. So in order to use those in the best way and make sure they all talk together, you need some sort of data warehouse, BI layer, right? That can take all of the data from those and put it into one dashboard or one report that's drillable so that you're able to see all of that in one place and how it affects each other. Um, In managing, you know, I've been involved in a lot of projects where people are super excited that, you know, I'm turning on email. I'm turning on text message. Um, yes. I have a speech. I have a speech analytics product, um, right? I I oh, have yeah. a I have a compiler, and and we're checking all the boxes, and we got it. But the question is, if it turned off tomorrow, how would mm. it affect your business? And if it's not, my whole business would come to a screaming halt. Then there's yeah. probably something that's not talking to each other to make it have that much impact. And those are the places where you know we can really come in. And help fill that gap. That's interesting. So you guys are, um, it's it's that interconnectivity of all of these platforms and systems that is really what Success KPI has um, has put together. Um, and so, like as we look at organizations that need to take that next step, right? They're they're in a position where they've they've got these grandiose ideas, and I could talk for days about, you know, it's great to turn on email, but if you're not focused on deliverability and looking at the data sets behind it, are you really accomplishing your goal? And are are your communications even being delivered to the level that you expect them to? But let me let me put it to you from this perspective, or let me ask it from this perspective. Um, when we talk about a, a digital implementation and we're not getting to a, a full um, kind of next world transformation, what's that stopgap that they seem to keep hitting? Or what's that wall that people are, are running into when they're deploying something and not really transforming themselves? So one of the things that I see a lot is that, uh, one, did you set your baseline? Before okay. you start the transformation project, do you know where you are today, <laughs> right? Do, okay. do you have your metrics that say, right, this is the goal of the project, and this is where this is where we are today, and these are the metrics we're going to use to track that, right? Mm-hmm. And and you've got to have your before, and then you have your during, right? And that, now we're in the project, and here's how the metrics look, and because we've done this, it's affected 
that negatively or positively. And then you have your after, right? That says, did we meet the goal of the project? And these are the metrics that we tracked by. And what did we learn from it? And it's very, um, I would say, uh, surprising at how many organizations get into these journeys without understanding where they are today and having some sort of um, standardized metrics that they're going to use to track the success of this project. And not only do you need those metrics, but the, the extra like, you know, icing on this cake is that those metrics will, ch- the way you calculate those metrics will change at during the before, during, after, because you're plugging in different things, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got to be able to have somebody or something, right, who can help you understand that this new product or solution you're using changes your metric in this way. So it changes your calculation in that way. So there's, you know, a whole methodology around being able to understand where you are today, where you're trying to go and how you measure where you're going. And mm-hmm. it, it very much impacts the, the result of the project. It turns it from, I checked a box and I finished my project and we can all high five each other to, we did that. And here's the impact that it had on the organization. So what I take from that is, is the application of the scientific method, establish a baseline, maintain controls and establish your criteria for measurement in advance. And one of, I mean, one of the things I always try to look at as, as, as an organizational leader is if I'm going to be making these, these incremental improvements, you know, what am I setting out to accomplish? Like, why am I trying to get to these increments? And I try to always look at every decision is in what's not necessarily what's the right decision, but what's the criteria by which I should make the right decision. And especially if I don't know something looking at myself and saying, well, I need a, I need a new cell phone. You know, what criteria by which am I going to use to determine which cell phone is the right one for me? Um, have you seen, you know, do you think that that methodology or, or that thought process kind of falls in line with what you're saying for looking at your longer term transformations? Yeah. You know, you come up with your thesis, right? You're like, I think if I turn on email as a communication, it's going to provide these efficiencies and these increases in my bottom line. Right. And, and this is how I'm going to measure it as I transition. Mm-hmm. And this is the schedule of those measurements and the project should be done by this time. And here's what I expect. And as we all know, uh, the result is never exactly <clears throat> what we expected, but the learnings <laughs> along the way are really important too. So that on the next one, right, you've got this information to say, here's where I wanted to be. Here's where I ended. Here's where I learned. And so here's what we're going to do on the next one. And, you know, while it can sound like a whole nother layer to these projects, it is the first layer, right? Mm-hmm. And so, yep. right, when we're engaging with organizations, whether that be a client directly or through one of our reseller partners or value-added resellers, you know, it, it's it our application is positioned as kind of step one of a transformation process so that you can understand mm-hmm. those things and and then plug them in and see how things change over time. So that's, that's actually very interesting. And was gonna, my next question was about to be if, you know, as I'm going to all these conferences throughout the year and for organizations that are not on their journey to digital transformation quite yet. And I really liked the word that you use journey because it really is yeah. a process and not an event. Um, yep. But like a, as organizations are doing that, what is that first step? But then it sounds like you kind of answered that for me by saying you're plugging in these analytics up front to figure out where you're at. 
Because if you don't know where you're at, trying to figure out where you're trying to go makes zero sense. Yeah. And you might figure out what you were going to do first. Isn't the first thing you should do. Right. Once we turn this on, right. And we're connected to all of your calls, all of your emails, all your text message, all of your chat, all of your data. Right. And we start bringing all these things to the top. You might say, oh, man, that's something we can solve quicker with a better result and reprioritize. So it's really step one in your transformation journey is understanding where you are today and where your biggest opportunities are. And you won't know that until you do that full assessment. So that and that is fantastic information. So I'm going to, I'm going to flip my question here a little bit and say, if, um, if an organization is preparing to take that first step on the journey, what kind Mm -hmm. of resources do they need internally? Do they need like 25 it people to plug all this stuff in? Do they need, you know, five data scientists sitting around in lab coats, you know, running numbers, like what do they, what do they actually need in terms of resources to start taking that first real step down the path towards digital transformation? You know, as uh, we talked about before, that transition in the past five, five years from vendors kind of set, opening up this box a little bit and enabling people to plug in that plays very well into the SaaS or sassy, right? Um, world that we live in today. Mm-hmm. And in that, right, comes the ability to work with organizations that have pre-built integrations and ways to get data in and out of systems in a much easier way than maybe you've experienced in the past. So, you know, when you work with an organization, you know, like Success KPI, we have pre-built integrations to over 150 different you know, solutions mm-hmm. out there that with the click of the button, the data is into our application, the call recordings are in our applications, the text messages there, the analytics are running, the out of the box reports are coming to the top. And so from a resource perspective, it's really going to depend on, you know, it, it, do you use a system today or because a lot of these companies are in that start of the journey where maybe they're not in something that's open yet, right? Can you get your data to a place where a company could access to it. So can you get it into an Amazon S3 bucket? Can you do a scheduled import from your SQL database, right? Into an application like ours in order to have us as the experts show you what reports to pull to see that the uh, things that you didn't already know. So there is a very low effort way to do this in some places to start, right? In, um, in scheduled imports and exports and then leverage the pre-built applications that you already have integrations with. And then as you move, right, and you go through your journey, you might be plugging in more, right, as you start to open up that box a little bit. But if you work with an organization who's taken the steps up front to build ways to make it easy for you to work with them, then it doesn't require a lot of resources to start with something like this, right? Like you have one person who knows where the data is, right? And how a company can access it. Then you got someone who knows where the call recordings and the transcripts are from the text-based interactions and how to access those. Mm -hmm. And as long as you have kind of those two resources, um, we can bring our experts to the table to show you the outputs that the operations or executive team is going to want to see in order to start making those decisions. So, um, you know, there's a lot of ways to approach it, but I think it, it has to do with, you know, working with somebody who has a mission of making the complex simple. And that's one of the reasons I came here to Success KPI is, you know, they invested ahead of time in having all these ways to make it easy for you to work with them. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. 
That is a lot of great information in a short period of time, Aaron, and I learned something from every conversation that we have. I really appreciate you coming on today. For those of you that are watching, if you have additional questions that you'd like to ask, you can leave those in the comments on LinkedIn and YouTube, and we'll be responding to those as we go. Yeah, down below. Uh, <laughs> it was great. Um, for those of you that have additional topics that you'd like to see us cover, you can leave those in the comments below as well. And I'm hoping that I can convince Aaron to come back on with me again in the future and continue to create great content for a great industry. But until next time, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. And Aaron, thank you so much for coming on and chatting with me today. My pleasure. Look forward to the next one. Awesome. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you again soon.